program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance. Competitive but, can go out and talk to everybody, be everybody, everybody loves him. Next thing you know, it's not a bad game. thing whenever you – look, I understand it as a fan base, as a fan. I get – it's not a bad thing whenever – look – if people are always coming after your your guy, that means good things it's are good happening. Thing. Good things. It's guess good what? Thing. Guess what? Nobody's ever coming after you know Vanderbilt coaches. You're right. So I mean, would you want to have Not a program where nobody wants your coach? Years in a I mean, don't say ever. Somebody came after James Franklin. Uh, excuse they me. Came after no, they, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Nobody was coming. James Franklin was looking hard. James Franklin had his. Agent out there beating down doors to get him out of Vanderbilt. Okay, they weren't they I, weren't calling him. I understand. It's not like they wouldn't have, but his agent was doing a lot of work I behind. Understand. The scenes. I understand. I'm Dan just simply Justin, saying it's not Tony, Tony. 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 Hold on. Hold on. I'm just simply saying it's not a horrible thing. There are stepping stone jobs, and guess what? If guys are coming in for four or five years and tearing it up and moving on to something bigger, while I understand a fan base getting tired of that, it means you're doing a good job at your school. You keep hiring good Absolutely. coaches. But let, let me ask you, Dan, let, and I'm and I'm not arguing with you. I'm, I'm loving your points. I think we're all making solid points here. Uh, but I think if Jeff Fisher was to, if it happened, I don't think he'd be looking to go to anywhere else. I just And if, if he did well at Austin Bay. I, I think the fan base would grow even bigger, and you know, I, I see your your points. I really do. And, it, and I tell you what, I'll just say it this way: if they was to go down that road and pull that off, that'd be a hell of a hire. It would be. I just don't. I, I give it a one percent chance. I, and I hate. But yeah. I wanted to call early. I wanted to. I appreciate it. Yesterday when yeah. I got off there because I knew you up against Ray. You got a loaded show today, guys. We do. Uh, Candace Lee is up there trying to fix her mess. Let me throw this one thing at you guys. I don't know. We got to we got to make it quick, Tony, because then we got to roll. All right, this come from my buddy Clay today. Okay, Vanderbilt right. basketball tonight is a underdog in their own gym. The first time in a long time I can remember against a non-conference, non-power five team, San Francisco. Think about that. Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. See you guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Tony. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tony. Good stuff. Uh, we're off and running here on this Wednesday afternoon. We'll come back. <laughs> we'll head to Cookville. We'll bring in their new football coach, Bobby Wilder. We'll do that next here on the McFarland Show. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare where fun is bowling. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. 
Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often, there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Rolling along on this Wednesday afternoon, we are The McFarlands. Darren and Justin here with you. We are live at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Don't forget, every day you can watch the show, too. Sometimes we get dressed up. We do. We'll wave at you. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Let's head to Cookville. Let's bring in Tennessee Tech's new football coach. And uh, Bobby Wilder is on the line with us. Coach, how you doing? Fired up, living the dream. The McFarlands <laughs> get dressed up. How about we get you dressed up as a couple of Golden Eagles? Well, that that will work, too. <laughs> Justin is I on mean, television. I for you right now. Fly, Eagles, fly. Let's go. Now, we're big boys, so we're going to need a couple X's before that L. <laughs> <laughs> we can supersize it. <laughs> so, Coach, why why was Tennessee Tech a good fit for you? I got a lot of family in this area. I love it down here. I've been down here the last five years, every holiday. Um, I got some family going towards Nashville, about an hour 
from here. So I like the area. Uh, I like the fact I'm here now because I'm really close to all my family. Um, I like the president, what he wants to do, the athletic director I've known for a lot of years. He actually said no to me guys back in 2006 when he hired Watson Brown. I haven't met or talked to Watson yet, but I'm going to give him a hard time. He stole my job back then, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I just I like it here. I like the people, like the area. Um, they want to win, so anytime you can take over a program that's thirsty and hungry to win, you've got a shot to do some things to improve. Watson Brown does a weekly hit on this radio station, so he could easily oh, be listening, Coach. So he could be listening. I didn't know. Well, I'm going to have to call in. I'll, I'll have to call Bomb at some point. <laughs> we will certainly pass along to him what, what he did to you in 2006. Yeah, please do. I'm going to get him on a golf course at some point, take his money. <laughs> so talk about uh, your time at Old Dominion. Obviously, you, spent, uh, you started up that program uh, after it had been dormant for a very, very long time at the FCS level, moved them in to FBS. What was your time like there at Old Dominion? Awesome. Loved it. I lived the dream there for 13 years. But it was similar to what I've got to do here and that when I got hired there. It was, it was, it was you got you to go. You got to get out and run. We, we didn't have a team for the first 26 months, so I was all over the place. First 365 days, I did 300 speaking engagements. I was the king of the rubber chicken tour, <laughs> um, you know, out speaking and raising money and I got to do that here. I got to raise a lot of money, but that's fine. We got a big stadium project going. It's upwards of 60 mm-hmm. million. They're going to put a shovel in the ground here coming up in the spring. And then I'm going to raise 15 million to build a football facility. So that way we can rival uh, the teams that we're competing against. And that's all part of the job guys. And then I got to turn the, turn the kids around, get the kids to start believing what they can do. And my reputation is offensive football, explosive, um, I had the quarterback who's with the Falcons now, uh, Taylor Heineke at Old Dominion, and he had a game for me where he was 55 for 79 for 730 yards. So I, I need to find that quarterback that can do that because if we're explosive on offense, guys, a lot of people don't know this. Tennessee Tech had one of the one of the top defenses in the country last year at FCS. They only gave up 19 a game. So if I can get the offense and the special teams to work with that defense, we got a shot to be good right away. How do you get to, because, you know, Tony Romo came out of the OVC. How, let's go back to the Taylor Heineke. How does, how did you get, how did that story, I'd love to hear the story. I've never heard it, how he ended up at Old Dominion. Oh, this this is a classic. You guys are going to love this. So he was, <laughs> he was, he was player of the year in Georgia back in, uh, in 2010, threw for over 4,000 yards, but he was, 5'11", 175 pounds, so wanted to play in the SEC, wanted Georgia, wanted Georgia Tech, you know, somewhere down there. Everybody loved him, but he was too small. So that, that's what you get at, at, at the time we were FCS. You know, we were CAA, so we, we were the same level as Tennessee Tech. That's how you get a quarterback that's an NFL quarterback. There's got to be something wrong with him that the SEC won't take him right away. And that happened with Romo and Garoppolo. Um, you guys aren't going to believe this stuff, but Eastern Illinois, I spent a lot of time out there this fall. My son, Drew Wilder, is the starting center at Eastern Illinois. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching mm-hmm. Big South OVC football all year. they got a good package on ESPN+. Plus. I can watch all the games. But um, Eastern Illinois has got Garoppolo, Romo. I mean, they, they had Sean Payton coach there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had some great ones come out of there. and They went 8-3 and three this year in the league, and, same thing. They got a quarterback. They got a, a grad transfer quarterback, Pierce Holly from Georgetown. 
and turn their program around two and nine to eight and three. So it's doable, guys. I just gotta I gotta find that Taylor Heineke somewhere to run my system. Well, this is a good state, um, as we know. I think it's a very underrated state. I, I went to the Derek Mason press conference this morning down in Murfreesboro. He's the new head coach at MTSU, and he talked about how fertile Rutherford County is, how fertile this state is, and I'm sure you're about to find that out as well. I don't think people around the country... I, I agree they, with him, but you were at the wrong press conference. I, I, I know. I know you had field. yours today. I know you had yours I mean, today. You, you, you go you go, Derek Mason over Bobby Wilder? Are you kidding me? Well, Cook, Cookville's a little further out from us, sir. Well, I'm sorry. It's I, a little I live, further I, down I the road. It. I respect it. I live I, in Rutherford County. At some point, though. You're well, coming here, though. I got, a, I got a barbecue spot downtown. You guys are coming here. Coach, I, I live in Rutherford County, but you didn't bring up to me that you were going to give me swag. I probably would have been in Cookville today. So you didn't say <laughs> that. I'll wear it right now. It's in the corner of my office. I got is it double X? What do I? What triple? On it? Triple. Let's go All triple. Right, yeah. Hey, we'll get you a triple. I'm, I, hey, I'm I'm a little light old lineman in the spring, so uh, <laughs> for the triple X flag, I'm going to need you to run some inside drill for me. I've got a torn ACL. I probably won't be very effective. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll cut you a break. <laughs> so I happened to look at the schedule, and lo and behold, Bobby Wilder's first game as the head coach at Tennessee Tech is in Murfreesboro against MTSU next year. I, yeah, I got to reach out to Derek Mason at some point. We coached against each other. I think it was fourteen Old Dominion. We came down and played uh, Vanderbilt, and I I, I, I was cross sideline from Derek. Got to talk to him, meet him. So I'll I'll catch up with him at, at some point here. We got a little rematch going with different, you know, we're wearing different hats. But hey, so after after Murfreesboro, I got a very intimidated Kirby Smart right now because we go to Georgia week two. Mm. Yeah, I did see that. I wasn't going to bring that up, but I did see that. Well, no, I don't know if you guys heard Kirby today. He's like, who the heck scheduled these guys? I don't want this game. <laughs> wow. Wow. I did not hear Kirby yep. say that today, but okay, if you say so, Kirby. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> you got to pay some bills sometimes. You know what I mean? He's All probably right, yeah. in a bad mood right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm Oh, sad. he's definitely in a bad mood, man. Hey, honestly, guys, they're one of the best four in America. If you're going to pick your top four. They're one of the best four in America. Well, so, I, that's some, a rough one. Somebody was going to get the short end of the stick on that one, Coach. Uh, no matter how You're you right. slice yeah, it, no matter how you slice it. Problem, though, right? No, that well, that's the talking goal. about who is thirteen and fourteen. Yeah, well, hopefully. And now, Coach, let me ask you: How does NIL affect a coach like you on a level like yours? We think about NIL in the Power Five level, but does NIL affect someone on your particular level of college football? Absolutely. I'm working on that right now. If you've got here's, – here's, here's the deal, guys. If you've got a donor base, you can do NLI anywhere. You can do it anywhere. And it's not the same dollar amounts. You know, I'm not, I'm not paying, you know, $5 million for Arch Manning or, you know, a Caleb Williams. Obviously, the dollar amount's smaller, but you can do that anywhere uh, with your players. There's some people at FCS uh, that have got some funding going, uh, much smaller amounts, obviously. But, yeah, it's definitely a factor, guys. What about the, the transfer portal as well? Now, you're a gentleman who has been in this business a long time. I'm sure that you are a, a guy who probably brought kids along. You bring them in as freshmen. You grow them. By the time they're juniors and seniors, you've got prime players, and they're out there producing for you, and you know you kind of keep the, keep the circle going. But now things have changed to where everybody's almost one and done on certain levels here. How have you had to adjust with the portal and people jumping as much as they do? 
Guys, I, I built Old Dominion football on the portal. I mean, on transfers. Um, when I got yeah. hired, remember, we didn't have anybody. So that first year I was playing, I was not going to play with, you know, with 118-year-olds. So I went to California, uh, got a bunch of JUCO transfers, got a quarterback, Thomas DeMarco from Palm Desert, who played in the CFL for, for six years. That was my first quarterback, and I had to get a bunch of linemen. You know, imagine trying to play Division One football um, with a bunch of 18-year-old linemen going against 23-year-old D linemen. I mean, that's not going to work. Those yeah. kids are going to get murdered. So I, I had to do it early on. I've done it my entire career. Um, you know, it's like stopping at a – instead of going to the grocery store, guys, you're on your way home, you stop at the convenience store, get something quick. So every year you go into the portal, hey, I need a lineman. Uh, I need a taller wide receiver. I need a field corner. That's that's kind of what you always do in recruiting. You know, I know I know some guys like Dabo Sweeney who don't agree with it, but everybody else does it. Um, you can quick fix some positions and, and guys, my background is I played quarterback in college. I've coached it my whole life. Every single year I'm trying to replace my quarterback every year. I want competition at that position because I don't care what level you are. If you have a quarterback, you're a smart coach. When Heineke was thrown for seven thirty, I was hot, man. People thought I was smart. My last year at Old Dominion, my quarterback that didn't work. I had some injuries. Then I was a dumb coach. So you got to have a quarterback. Right. I mean, look at the Titans right now. They're trying to develop the young guy. But, you know, Vrabel went from being, you know, the next Bill Belichick to now, hey, you know, is this guy, uh, is he a good coach? And Vrabel's a great coach, but it's the quarterback guys. you got to have one. Mm. Uh, coach, I, I've spoken with uh, President uh, President Oham, not recently. It's been a few years since I've gotten out there and spoken with, with the president there. And he has emphasized the importance on having a great student experience and he has emphasized to me if the students are not having a great experience then the chances of them wanting to bring someone else here is low uh and even with uh, christmas sorrow out there at mtsu they also emphasize winning conference games winning championships having great student experience and when you're not winning you're not having great experience what is the key for you as far as bringing great experience is it just winning or is it other things that's, that's a great question you ask. I've been doing this for a lot of years. The places I've been where we won, the students were there, and they were having a great time. If the team wasn't winning, they weren't showing up. Because if you think about it, guys, think, think about the options they have. There is so much now uh, for students to do, particularly on the weekends. You know, a lot of them are going home. A lot of them got jobs. But if you say, hey, wait a minute, you know, we're winning or, or we've got this going. You know, we've got this in the tailgate or we've got this fan experience. We've got something that might – entice them most importantly win and then you got to do some things that make it fun for them otherwise they're not going to be there coach i i know the conference usa has tried playing football games especially this past year on tuesdays and wednesday nights and trying to do some unconventional things because uh, the competition around them on on saturdays especially is so heavy and you know thursdays are even crowded now with nfl games and things like that as a coach how do you how do you feel about playing games on Tuesday and Wednesday in the middle of the week? Hey, let's let's roll a ball out Monday morning at six a.m. <laughs> I don't care. Let's go. Let's play. Hey guys, I will say this: the one thing I was really impressed with Big South OBC they got a they got a deal with ESPN Plus, so mm-hmm. all their games are on. Like I, I was personally at three of my son's games this year. I was at two at Eastern Illinois. And then I drove from the Virginia Beach area up to Pittsburgh, saw him play at Robert Morris. But the other eight, I got to watch them all. So I can present that in recruiting, you know, to parents. Look, if you can't make it to a game, you watch a kid play. So, um, yeah, I'll play whenever, guys. I When I was in Conference USA at Old Dominion, they didn't do that. 
I think they were late with it. The Mac did it first. So, you know, you mm-hmm. had Maction, and everybody talked about Maction, and that was a great job by that conference marketing. And now Conference USA lost a lot of teams. You guys saw that. You yeah. know, even Old Dominion, where I was, went to the Sun Belt. Sun Belt put 12 out of 14 teams in bowl games this year. That's remarkable. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the east of the Sun Belt is in a bowl game. Think about that. All seven teams are in a bowl game. So, they did it. They were smart. They moved. They're going to move some games now. You've got to do that. If you're a mid-major and you're trying to get eyeballs, you've got to go when you can, when you can get eyeballs. I've got to ask you, because I'm, I'm just being honest, and I want to know. You, you took a program from FCS to FBS. Is there a reason you're in Cookville? Are, they, uh, are those discussions being had, maybe going FCS to FBS, and you're the guy to do it? No, that's not even on the radar. I hope they don't ask me that. Okay. Um, I want to stay at FCS. Guys, I cut my teeth in FCS at Maine. Playoffs, you know, captain my senior year, quarterback, awesome. I love the playoffs. I love the, the win in advance, you know, like the, the basketball tournament does it. It's awesome. Uh, the, the biggest challenge, and what happened, guys, at Old Dominion, we crushed it early in FCS when we started. We had the best startup program in the history of college football. We were 38-10 and 10 in our first four years, back-to-back top 10 finishes, back-to-back quarterfinals in the playoffs. And then when we went up, um, it was hard for the school for the commitment to meet the expectation. Then we started playing Virginia, Virginia Tech, you know, North Carolina. We, we knocked off Virginia Tech in 18 when they were undefeated, number 10 in the nation, and everybody thought, yeah, hey, they can do that. Well, it, it's hard when you're – a mid-major and you got to play money games and you're expected to win uh, and you don't have the same level of funding. So you watch all the teams that have moved up, you know, other than schools like say Liberty that's got, you know, makes 90 million a year with their online class presence and has endless amounts of money. If you don't have endless amounts of money and you go from FCS to FBS, it's buyer beware. Yeah. Yeah. Good points. Well, I can already tell you're a hell of a recruiter. You've offered us free swag and barbecue, so we're ready to sign swag, up. Swag, barbecue, I expect you guys up here at some point. Um, call me anytime, guys. Would love to be on. Want to get the message out about Tennessee Tech, this program, this school. I can't wait. I'm, when I get my feet under me, I'm going to get on the road, get out to the high school coaches because you're right. There's good football around here. We've got 40 kids on the roster that are from Tennessee. I want to keep doing that, keep Tennessee kids here, and go win some football games for Tennessee Tech. Wings up, boys. Wings up. Impressive. Really uh, appreciate your time. Good luck with everything, and we really look forward to uh, doing this again and meeting you. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, awesome. Hit me up anytime, guys. Thank you. All right, that is uh, new Tennessee Tech football coach Bobby Wilder, and we do appreciate him joining us here on the program. And look, that that dude's got energy, man. Wings up. I mean, his, I mean, I think his wings are already up. Holy he, moly. He is flying out there in uh, in Cookville. Would you hear the term hitting the ground running? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he, I think he's done that. Yeah, I think so. I think he's, you know, and, and listen, Cookville and, and you know, and Tennessee Tech is a, is a very proud uh, folks. They're proud people out there in Putnam County, a very proud school. Uh, they they want to win. I know they do. And, you know, it's just about finding the right formula uh, because uh, they they love they love that piece of land out there. They really do. I've been out there a few times. It's it's a, it's a beautiful uh, piece of property. And, uh, 
you know, maybe he can he can get out there and bring championships. It's a very competitive league that OVC Old South League right now. No and doubt. you know, Eddie George and his program, that mm-hmm. we didn't even ask him about that, but mm-hmm. TSU has finally gotten their team you know, sharpened a little bit and you know finished up with the winning record for the first time in a little while. So we could be looking at a, a pretty decent era uh, for the OVC for a little while. Yep, good points. All right, we're wide open the rest of the hour. If you want to get involved, 615-844-5600. That is our phone line. We'll begin the second hour at 3 o'clock with our NFL Top 10, Week 14 version. And then at 3.40, we'll have former big league manager Clint Hurdle, who's here, of course, for the baseball winter meetings, will tell you what he wants to talk about uh, or what he's got going right now. We'll do all that at 340. You're listening to The McFarland Show here on Nashville Sports Radio. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program.